Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Doctor Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Doctor Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it, Doctor Bibi. Don't you think? Anyways, you are listening to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around and let me give you the tools and knowledge. Hello, everyone. This is Doctor Bibi. Thank you for joining me and. Choosing to spend the next twenty some minutes with me, so let us set the energy of this episode twenty six together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Now let. Your thoughts go. Let your past go. Take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that. You are safe. All is well, and so it is. Now take a deep breath in. Count to five, and exhale with a loud sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. All right. Today I am going to talk about self-awareness and the importance of it. Not too long ago, I read an article written by Dr. Jacqueline Boch. She is a clinical psychologist and the director of Inner Melbourne Clinical Psychology. It is a well-written article, and I have decided to share her thoughts and ideas with you. Of course, everything that I share and teach here is evidence-based. So, what exactly is self-awareness? In her article, Dr. Jacqueline. Wrote that self-awareness is a form of stepping back and observing your thoughts and feelings as they unfold. It can be as simple as noticing the emotions that you feel when you spend time with certain people, or the thoughts that run through your head when you feel scared about trying something new. Or it can be a more complex, layered awareness of how your thoughts 
feed into your emotions, physical sensations, and behaviors. Remember, emotions come from thoughts. For example, you might notice yourself feeling unmotivated about the day ahead or even weeks ahead. Your body might feel heavy and your energy low, which might lead you to lay in bed for longer than you intended, which then triggers off thoughts about how stuck you feel and how hard the day ahead is going to be. So put simply, self-awareness is shining a light. On the parts of your internal world that might otherwise get buried down, pushed aside, or go unnoticed. Your internal world is just psychobabble for your thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, and urges. The awareness of these aspects of yourself. Is the first step to change and growth, and I know I have mentioned that self-awareness not only is the first step to change and growth, it is also the most important step for any kind of change, growth, and self-development to emerge. After all, you cannot change. What you don't know about or acknowledge. In other words, not only that you have to be aware, you also have to acknowledge what you are aware of before any change or growth will occur. And Dr. Jacqueline Boch quoted Michael Singer. The author of *The Untethered Soul*, he wrote, and I quote: "There is nothing more important to true growth than realizing you are not the voice of your mind. You are the one who hears it." Unquote. In other words, you are not your thoughts. Well, my audience, I. Trust that you truly understand. You are not your thoughts. You are not. You are the one that is hearing those thoughts. In her article, Dr. Jacqueline also wrote that it's brave because self-awareness takes courage, and can often be confronting and uncomfortable. Why? Because most likely. You will discover some aspects of your traits and behaviors that you do not like. So when that happens, you might even question why you decided this was a bright idea in the first place. She continued to write: "The core of self-awareness involves shifting your attention away." From what's happening around you and onto yourself. So instead of focusing on what other people do and say, for example, you might say, "My partner doesn't get me. My parents put too much pressure on me," 
or my workplace is boring, my friend does not listen to me. The emphasis is placed on how you think and feel. It's a shift in focus from what's happening around you to what's going on inside you, so you can take responsibility for your own feelings and thoughts. You won't always like what you find, and that's okay, and that is part of the point. You will discover new things about yourself when you step back and reflect. Some things you will like, and some you won't. Living alongside our strengths, achievements, and lighter side are our fears, inadequacies, regrets, failures, and flaws. That means our shortcomings. As you practice self-awareness, you are likely to tap into the more challenging, embarrassing, confusing, and overwhelming parts of who you are. In fact, if you are not occasionally thinking to yourself, "Wow, I wish I hadn't done that," or "I really don't like the way I spoke to that person then," most likely. You are hiding from some parts of yourself. As you get to know these darker parts of yourself, your inner critic is likely to rise up, and often a strong sense of shame can roll on it. The inner critic feeds off shame, and can be a powerful force that shuts down our motivation to be self-aware. So, audience, at this time, I would like to pause for a second and suggest that when that happens, please go to my website and reread the two articles on healthy guilt and signs of unhealthy shame, and that will give you some guidance and tools to manage your. Unhealthy guilt and shame. Doctor Jacqueline also mentioned that taking care of yourself is crucial. As you shine a light on parts of your internal world that feel uncomfortable and confronting, it is absolutely essential that you counter this with self-care and self-compassion. Practicing self-awareness without self-compassion is a recipe for feeling crappy about yourself. Remind yourself that self-awareness is not self-judgment. Honesty is key with self-awareness, but it seems to only be possible with a giant dose of self-compassion and self-care alongside. It is important to give some thought to how you will ground and calm yourself if you feel overwhelmed or unsettled by what you become aware of in this process. In fact, before embarking on the journey of self-awareness, it's usually a good idea to strengthen your skills in managing intense emotions. 
Now, my audience, if you realize that you are not very good in managing your intense emotions, I strongly recommend you to seek professional help. So, a counselor or psychologist can help you to manage strong emotions that can come up. When you are aware and acknowledge the part of you that you do not like, that's why I agree with Dr. Jacqueline Boch. Self-awareness takes courage. One of the fascinating things about becoming more self-aware is realizing how much contradiction exists within you. Your perspective on the world becomes less black and white. Suddenly. You notice the gray that exists all around you. For example, instead of only being in contact with all of the reasons that you love your parents, you might also find yourself being more honest about the parts of them that you struggle with and don't like about them. Or you might notice yourself. Feeling excited and energized about an upcoming presentation at work, while also feeling scared and unmotivated. Initially, you might feel guilty and confused when you notice yourself having such contradictory thoughts and feelings, but with time, this recognition actually seems to feel freeing. Dr. Jacqueline Bolk also wrote, "For most of us, there will be a part of us that pushes back against the idea of being more honest with yourself about you think and feel. This makes sense. Put simply, this is just our defense mechanisms in operation. And again, my audience, you can read about defense mechanisms." From my website, and revisit one of my podcasts on defense mechanisms. So, defense mechanism is our mind's way of trying to protect us from getting in touch with things about ourselves that we don't like, don't want to admit to, or that feel too painful or scary. Take your time with getting to know yourself in this way. Self-awareness is a lifelong practice and not something to be rushed and bulldozed through. Particularly if you have a history of trauma. In fact, hurrying yourself through might lead you to pull back or even throw in the towel completely. Small, sustainable steps are key, and sometimes support and guidance from a professional is needed. I absolutely resonate and agree with Dr. Jacqueline Bolg, where she wrote, "The benefits of therapy are different for everyone, regardless of the improvements and changes clients experience." For most people, increased self-awareness seems to be a core component of why therapy works, at least anecdotally. 
This makes sense because self-awareness is the launching pad for understanding ourselves and our relationships better. Taking better care of our mental health and well-being, and living a life that feels fulfilling and expansive. It's an incredibly rewarding job, being a psychologist. One of the most satisfying moments in therapy is when a client starts to really feel into their self-awareness and use this knowledge to enhance their life. Self-awareness is one of those skills that seems to equip you for all of the challenges that lay ahead. It truly is a privilege to witness someone embracing all of the parts of who they are, and to see the difference that this makes in their life. So, my audience, probably at this time, you are wondering how you could. Become more self-aware. This is indeed a big question, and an important one, of course, with an even bigger answer. And since our time together is coming to an end, I shall continue in detail in the next episode. Nevertheless, I shall share with you a few ways. That you can enhance your self-awareness. One way is to be more conscious by self-reflection. It is important to note the difference between self-reflection and rumination. People tend to mix up the two. If you enjoy writing, journaling would be a good way to go. So, audience, I promise next episode I will give you more know-hows to practice self-awareness. So, stay tuned. I shall end this episode by quoting one of the great psychologists, Carl Rogers, in his own words, and I quote: "The curious paradox is that." When I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. Unquote. So, my audience, until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. Find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com.